welcome everybody to the Magic Beans podcast. We are back again for episode number 44. I have a few beans on the line with me tonight, and we have another jam-packed episode for you. So tonight we have Chewy. How are you going, Chew? I'm well. How are you? I'm pretty good. We also have Stu. How's it going, mate? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. That's good. And we sort of have Cracker. He's uh, he's had some internet outages today and, and a power outages, but are you here, Cracker? <laughs> I'm, I'm here for the moment. We made it for the time being. <laughs> Welcome, buddy. Thanks. Appreciate you guys yep. being patient. No, that's all good. <laughs> Yep, we've had uh, had a bit of a windstorm come through Melbourne uh, this evening and taken out a bunch of people's power and, and internet and things like that. So this may be an interesting podcast, but uh, we will soldier on and we will deliver something good for you. Well, we hope it's good. Either we'll deliver way. something for you, yes. <laughs> there will be something released. It may just be the intro and the outro and that's it. But <laughs> we'll see how we go. <laughs> All right, before we get into anything, Stu, do you want to tell us who our sponsor is? Yes, so our first official sponsor, Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar. We want to thank them for jumping on board and sponsoring us and providing prizes for our leagues and giveaways. You can uh, look up Josh and Pat's on Facebook. Uh, Just type in Josh and Pat's. Auctions every night with a large variety of cards. There's something for everybody. So get bid in. Very good. Right, as I said, we do have a lot of things to cover, and uh, last of all, we're going to be talking about our very big weekend we've got coming up ahead of us, but we'll save that for later. First, cab off the rank, Cracker. We uh, we actually had an announcement of an announcement again. We did. This this week, Wizards has backtracked on how they do things. What, uh, what was that no announcement? Uh, the announcement was there, there were changes <laughs> impending in Historic. <laughs> And that just meant that there was a week of everyone going, well, Field of the Dead is going to be banned. I wonder what else it is. Nothing. It was just Field of mm. the Dead. So, they, they let us sit for a week and it's just weird, man. They've effectively killed the format for that window, right? You either just play against people yeah. who are, like, excited because they forget that it actually hasn't happened yet. So, everyone, everyone knows that, knew that Field was going to get banned. So, there were people getting salty because they were playing against Field decks. And then there were other people who were like, well, I've got field and it's only going to be legal for another week, so I might as well play a lot of it. So, I don't know. Whatever. Field of the Dead has been That's banned. Hooray. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone is surprised. We were, we were actually nope. surprised when they, like, unsuspended it, right? Because they, they suspended, you know, the sort of temporary ban um, ages ago, months ago. And then only- oh, I mean, I can't keep track of which BNR announcement it was where they rolled it back, but they, they rolled it back and said, no, no, it's fine. We'll-, we'll We'll put it back in the format. And then they went and printed Amonkhet Remastered, which put like Hour of Promise and like a bunch of other good tutor effects for lands. And, and then people started playing like- Yeah, Explore. Yeah, yeah. And just even, even more stuff. So here it is. It's yep. broken and it's banned. So- Yeah, not, not surprising. No. Does that make Historic fixed now, do you think? Like is- uh, Obviously, Banning Field is good for the format, but is- like. Uh, meaning it's a step in the right direction, but is it fixed? No, I think we still need to see Muxus go. I don't yes, know, Muxus I'm, is I'm on the band Muxus a little bit. Yeah, I think people have started to, you know, main deck sweepers and things like that and have learned to sort of play against it and they know, you know, the critical turns and such against the Goblins deck. So I think the format's adjusted and people have adjusted a little, but it's certainly really powerful and, like, in a vacuum – not really playing the the format very much and not you know not jumping on ladder and grinding that that particular ladder i would in that vacuum i would say that you know goblins would 
default to being the best deck after the field decks are, are now gone, right? I think that's the consensus. I don't know if that's true, but that's kind of the whatever. It's probably the best best of one deck, I think. Yeah. 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 Like it, it just has that complete I win button. I've got nothing on the board and I top deck a Muxus and I just still win the game. So You're not a fan of that, are you, Sean? I'm, I'm not. It drives me crazy. But I think the field decks, like when you can very quickly fill the board with two twos, uh, you've got a ton of blockers for when they do have that combo turn for goblins. Yeah. And then, you know, they just wipe the board and they're sort of back to square one. So not having field in the format is probably going to affect... Uh, goblins and we might see a bit of an uptick in that and uh yeah we'll we'll see what happens but yeah wizards weren't they didn't do the full week this time on the announcement of the announcement for the ban that i think it was only like two days this time which is slightly better but still it, it just makes it that weird that weird time where you, you want to play but you don't want to play and, and that sort of thing so yeah i i think the announcement of the announcement the history of that is you know people are like what do you mean my my card got banned you know some warning would have been nice. Yeah. And I, yeah. I think that came from, you know, when there were paper tournaments happening. <laughs> Back right? in the days well, no, when it, there were paper yeah, tournaments. It, yeah, it came you know, from the fact that they had to move up to just banning things all of the time instead of yeah. every three months <laughs> when it was okay, where we would go years without a ban. And then they realized yeah. that they, in fact, just broke everything entirely and uh, <laughs> they have to do them far more frequently now. So, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I like we're getting way off topic. We're going on a full yeah, tangent here. I think I prefer the uh, the scheduled BNR, like the the you know every three months we're going to do an announcement because that way you always know and you know okay we've got this allotted time for this format to be like this, and in three months' time it may not be like that. And then have the emergency button if they need it. I actually liked the pioneer approach where they were just like every Monday we're going to have an announcement. And yep. just ma- maybe not every week, but like every two weeks or something like that. Like just make it a shorter window and keep to the schedule. And then you just go, all it right. It works well, if- in, an, in a digital world. It doesn't really work in the paper world, I guess. Yeah, but there isn't point. a paper world, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> and, and, like, and, and specifically for historic, it's not even a, you know, it's a arena yeah, format only. Anyway. There is no world outside of my front door anymore. <laughs> there's, there's no world outside of five kilometer radius from my home. Yeah. That's right. All right, so while we're sort of talking about historic, uh, yeah, we did have, as we spoke about on the last cast, the the Armaket Remastered getting released and dropped into historic. So sort of two things to touch on on that. So how's the impact been on historic? We sort of touched on that a little bit already, but have we seen any other cards, you know, coming into prominence in uh, in historic? If you haven't been thought seized, you haven't played historic, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I I think that that's the the easy one to pick up. Stu, have you have you been casting it or had it been, having it cast against you? I have cast it and had it cast against me. Yeah, same. It's yeah. a great card. Yeah, it's a powerful magic card, no doubt. Um, and I think you know a, a card that's a staple in mod, uh, you know, is always going to be worth looking at in the very least in a a smaller card pool like historic. So uh, if it's good enough for the older formats. Uh, it's definitely good enough for historic, and yeah, it's a uh, you know it hits it hits Muxus, it it hits um, you know the the key card out of the um, the next aggressive deck, and like it's good if um, it's good in a combo centric format, obviously, but in historic where there's a lot of creature battles now, historic is back to like I guess 
magic uh, in its pure form where, you know, there's not crazy combos. Uh, it's it's a mid-range fest a little bit now uh, with, with some aggro decks trying to get under them and some control decks trying to answer the field. But, yeah. you know, the it's that the majority of the decks will be that mid-range deck. And so the aggressive decks that can cast Thought Seize uh, want it to, you know, remove the sweeper or removal spell or, you know, that, that big spell that's going to let the, the deck that's going to be good turn the corner. And then the mid-range decks want it to remove, you know, the reach card or, you know, mean that the, the curve's going to be awkward for the aggressive deck. Get, hit that, um, hit that ember cleave or something like that as well. So, yeah. 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 I, I think the formats uh, is, uh, interesting again now that you're not just going to play against field of the dead a lot so um i I played the format a little bit this week um i played in the uh the games portal monday night event which was really fun Uh, how did you go uh yeah i I three-owed it uh with a field deck right so you know it it needed to be banned um but uh yeah so that it, it was fun and i played on ladder a little bit and yeah, there was a lot of field matchups there as well. So field mirrors are not fun. So that's a good reason for the card to go as well. But uh, yeah, so it's a bit of a wild west, which means having uh, a tournament for historic in the next coming couple of weeks is probably going to be something that's pretty fun and let people sort of test and tweak their decks a, a little bit. So we thought... Well, look, to be honest, we, uh, we, we were peer pressured into it by certain members of our Discord. <laughs> um, but, uh, I thought, why not? It's, it's a good idea. So, uh, yeah, on Saturday, the 12th of September, Shorty, can we double check that dates? Cause I know we've got a couple of dates wrong. Yes. Yes. <laughs> with that, announcement. No, that, yep. Yep. <laughs> that's excellent. right. That um, is the correct date. Yep. So yeah, the, uh, I'll be, there'll be an announcement in the Discord and on Facebook, uh, in the next couple of days and uh, we'll talk about it on our next stream but yeah we'll run a a a one-off event uh prizes will be sort of based on attendance and they'll be given out based on your record we're not going to do like a true swiss with a cut to top four or top eight it'll just be it'll be this many rounds and if you get this many wins you know you'll get a prize uh and we'll figure those details out but yeah keep an eye out for announcements for that but yeah we'll we'll play some historic i'm looking forward to that event should be pretty fun sounds, sounds good yeah, so it should be good. But, um, yeah, so you can use some of those MCAT um, cards, Cracker, that you've been drafting. Yeah, from from my one draft that I did. <laughs> two, you did two. Well. Don't, don't hide the fact that you had an 03. Listen Ooh. now. Yeah, that, that wasn't pretty. And that was on stream too, so it's really hard to hide the fact that it's live and yes. on the internet. I honestly don't even remember what that deck was. Uh, black, white, rubbish, I think. Yeah, it was garbage. <laughs> it, it, like we had that's that the deck one for- Shorty helped you draft, right? Yeah, that's the one. Uh, and you went 03 with the deck that Shorty Yeah, it's Shorty's fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, yeah. No, listen. As long as we're clear. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that I can blame Shorty entirely for this one. Uh, oh, you, you can. You I, can by all means. I mean, I, can, I could, but it seems pretty rough. I, mean, I, I was, in fact, <laughs> controlling the mouse. <laughs> so, yeah, look, uh, we, did, we did two drafts the other night on stream. And, yeah, the first one was an absolute train wreck. <laughs> There's just no other way of putting it. The second draft was a lot better. In terms of the actual draft, we drafted green, what, green, red mythics, basically. Started out with a, a Samut, which is the Flash 3-4 double strike. Yeah, creature. Oh, that's the guy that's got Flash and Haste, right? Yeah, Flash and Haste yep, and yep, double yep, strike. Okay. She, yeah, she's, she's great. Uh, and then I got a Ronus a bit later on. I made some horrible mistakes 
Uh, it turns out that Ronus can't block unless you've got a power another creature with four, power four or greater. And so I, I at one game I I moved to my blockers without playing my pump spell. And so then I punted the fact that I couldn't block with my five five indestructible death touch creature. Uh, and because I was laughing so hard about that fact that I bricked that, then I didn't play my pump spell and my 3-3 died to their 4-4 four four instead of it being a 5-5. Five five. So that was uh, pretty mint. Uh, I ended up finishing that draft. It went 3-3. Three three. Kind of got a bit unlucky in the last couple of games, but these things happen. You know, you, you draw nothing but forests when you need that second red source and then, you know, nothing but lands when you just need any spell. <laughs> In, in the other game, so they just kind of <laughs> every time. Yeah, look, it's 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 the nature of the beast, right? But yeah, it's that t- turn twelve land flood. But I, I think what we probably need to have is a uh, an evergreen uh, topic on reading the whole card, right? <laughs> yeah, I could do <laughs> no, with that. No, listen, we've been over this before. I think, we, I think we've all been guilty of that. <laughs> oh, if I'm not guilty of that once a week, uh, I'm doing really well. So. So, do we think this is a good way to get more cards on Arena, like the remastered sort of sets? Yeah, I, I like it. We are missing stuff from Armaket, but I don't think we're missing we? anything that really matters. There's always ch- chaff, yeah. Right? There's in, a lot yeah, in yeah. new sets. Like there's bet- between the two sets, there's a there's double ups of cards, so you you sort of discount those, and then there's just random stuff that is never ever in a million years going to see play in a constructed deck. So. We've got everything we want from Armacare. I think it's cool. I think it's a great way to get get cards on Arena and and have a cool format to draft. I, I don't know what you think as well, Chu. Uh, I I guess it could be a really powerful limited format if that's the case. Uh, if you know they are constructed focused sets that you can draft, you can expect some really powerful things, and that can go one of two ways, right? It can be like the best draft format ever, or completely opposite to that but I, I think it's good and like people draft for different reasons as well some people draft to you know build up their collections uh and to churn gold into gems and some people draft because that's their preferred way of engaging with the game so uh if if the draft format's healthy by doing this if they get that balance right then i think it's a great idea uh but yeah they just have to be careful it was a little strange getting thought seized i gotta say <laughs> yeah in limited <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Just and, yeah, you weren't drafting like, oh, in law, and we. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, I was yeah. not. The, co- so, the cool, cool thing with doing it this way is it, it gives people the option to draft it to get their like to build their collection for historic or potentially for pioneer down the track. So, like, if they just release, okay, we're now going to put, you know, X, Ixalan, That one's that one's already on there. Uh, yeah. Whatever we're going to put Zendikar, you know, Battle for Zendikar on on Arena, and Ooh. it's just the packs are there. Mm-hmm. You can buy the packs but you can't do anything with them. You've just got to buy the packs. Then you have no option other than paying money just to buy packs. And that, that doesn't have quite the same feel on Arena as it does in paper, you know, no. buying a booster box and cracking that. But having a, a good having a draft format and potentially having a really good draft format means, okay, well, I can draft, I can play, and I can accumulate these cards so I don't have to burn a million wild cards to, to build these decks for Historical Pioneer. So, yeah, I, I think it's cool. Uh, yeah, I like it. I, I do like the premise. Uh, and one of the things that they have been able to this point, at least, maintain with Arena is free to play. You can still function as a free to play player. Uh, if they only had packs available for purchase and not for, you know, spending gold on, then they would lose that. And I think that would go against 
kind of what they've done so far. So I hope they don't do that. I hope they stick to what they've got now. I think that's a good solution. It's tricky yeah. though. It still is a 10K draft. They don't have any of the 5K bot ones. So they're yeah, all it's like- not, not super cheap. No. So they're not like the um, normal standard one where you can just do the, the quick draft against bots. They're, they're only um, player versus player or however they're, they're traditional draft, but still best Premier of Premier draft. Premier, cool. I don't know. There's, there's terms- <laughs> Yeah, but they're actual player drafts, not bot drafts. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're paying yeah. 10,000 gold. You you you're cracking armor kit packs, so you're getting cards from that, and then your rewards are also armor kit packs. So, yeah, as long as, long as you don't pay ten thousand gold and go o three, you generally get some gems and some packs out of it. So it sort of works out to be worthwhile anyway. Well, good news is I did not pay ten thousand gold and go o three. I used my free draft <laughs> token. <laughs> So I didn't feel yeah. bad about that at all. <laughs> well, that helps. That it, softens the blow. It we does. still got 45 cards, right? Yeah. So th- that's fine. So, some of them were playable. <laughs> I'm not sure that they were. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we also had uh, a big event that happened on the weekend that I don't think any of us participated in or probably really even knew about. I think we completely missed that this was coming up, but there was Command Fest Online. So... Channel Fireball ran last year sometime a, a command fest that was just like a, a Grand Prix for commander players, basically, and it was a huge success. Uh, and they ran another one this year, but command fest online. Obviously, they, they can't do it in person at, at the moment. And apparently, it was it was pretty good. Uh, there was you know panels and, and things like that going on like you normally would have at those sorts of things. Uh, you know, tons of people playing playing commander. And uh, they also used that time to announce a, a couple of new products. So, Cracker, you're going to talk to us about Commander Legends. Yeah. So, what is that? It's a new, and they, they've talked about this coming for a while, actually, but we just got some more details. So, it's a new um, draftable Commander set. So, uh, they got 20 pack, twenty card packs with uh, two Legends per pack, and you take two cards per pick, which is interesting. So, I guess kind of like Double Masters where you get to pick two the first time around. So, I, I like that they're experimenting with draft space. Also building 60 card decks and like commander restrictions. So, singleton with a commander and you've got to have, you know, like the color identities matching your color commander. So, you can play more than one copy. I don't know. Uh, anyway, there's also going to be, <laughs> yeah. I'm just reading through the details. It's like, yeah, the normal commander rules, except you can actually have multiples. Okay, sure. And there's also going to be um, sealed as well, I believe, as an option to do for this. Is yeah. there reprints or are they all new? A mix. So they've got some new cards. There's a new Baron Sengir or Sengir the Dark Baron for people. He's a pretty iconic feature from early magic. He's a four black black for a four four. Whenever another creature dies, put two plus one plus one counters on him. And whenever another player loses the game, you gain life equal to that player's life total as the turn began. Weird. <laughs> it's also yep. got partner. So there's a bunch of other partner things. Yeah, there's partner's heaps of partner back. stuff. Apparently. Yeah, their partners are back. There's one here that I just don't understand at all. So it's called Prismatic Piper. It's five generic mana. And it says, if Prismatic Piper is your commander, choose a color before the game begins. Prismatic Piper is the chosen color. And it's a 3-3. Three, three. Yeah, it's it's a common command uh, legendary. So this is the first legendary right, common okay. I think that they've printted, That's and they've basically done it so that you've got you know you you okay 
you're going to get one of these worst case scenario and you can use this as your commander because uh, like if you're drafting this set and you go okay I'll, I'll take these picks and you know you start drafting you know you take a red and white commander or something like that and then all of a sudden you you know red and white dries up and you end up drafting green and black mm-hmm. you may end up in a situation where you don't have a commander sure. or you don't have a usable commander so oh, that makes sense yeah, they've, they've put that in at common so that you've got that, always got that option. You know, you're going to see probably one every second pack sort of thing. And, uh, yeah, you're going to be able to pick one of those up and go, okay, well, that's that's my commander then. Opinions on the art. Uh, I mean, it's Steve McKinnon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. <laughs> people people are extremely hyped about it. I just think it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's odd. Uh, it probably lets you do some um, – it's a free way to, you know – turn your three-colour commander deck into a four-colour commander deck uh, outside of this limited format, right? Like, you're able to... It opens up options and uh, for innovation and, you know, rebuilding of current decks that people have had for years. So uh, it might be a... Um, you know, maybe this is how they fix the broken colour pie. I don't know. But um, <laughs> by breaking it further, right? To double negative. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good fix for the... Uh, for the issue that Shorty mentioned, but yeah, I think it could have a fairly significant impact on the competitive uh, EDH formats mm, because I don't reckon comp, comp, it's, a, it's a five man free free. It just doesn't doesn't do anything. So like the the no, partners no, no. It's that a five, are- no no no. It's a five mana three three that sits in the command zone and lets you pay a fourth color in your three color deck. So you've now in C no, 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 EDH it you've now got a million other no no options. no no because because there are no three color partner commanders anyway. So they're either like single oh, color well, or, or I, well, double okay. color. I, I picked a random, I picked a, <laughs> no, no, a just, random sure, color, right? Sure. So <laughs> it, it lets you play an extra color. So the restrictions that keep Commander in check are lessened by this card. And in a competitive format, that's a powerful thing. That's my point. Who plays yeah, competitive no, Commander? No, Not us. I, I get what you're saying. It does give you access, but it just doesn't do anything. And you can't afford in, like, particularly if you're talking like CEDH, you can't afford to have any cards in your deck or in your command zone that don't have a relevant ability. So if you want to but go this, to like three or four colors- This opens up an entire- No, no, it doesn't though, because this, it doesn't- This gives you access to 20% more of the magic library. No, it does like not. If- because all of the color partners are covered anyway. So if you want to be three or four colours, you can already do that with all of the existing partners and they all have some yeah. form of relevant ability. So you can pick a white, green and so a So you can't just red, play this in addition partner. to- Like I can't play this with Locust God and then I get Grixis. Oh, no. It says if they both have partner. Yes. Right? Like that's the partner rules. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Look, I, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I tell you what does a- make a big impact though is the rest of the battle bond lands that are called- crowned lands apparently anyway they are the um what the allied partners colors no the enemy partner colors enemy enemy colors enemy colors uh so they enter the battlefield tapped unless you have uh two or more opponents so those are cool yeah finishing that cycle is is good yeah yeah yep good for commander good for commander players did you guys see the uh the funky foil etched uh printings that they're doing no no, no. Uh, I'm sorry, I've, sorry. I've heard, I've heard of them. I haven't even looked at it though. But on the announcement on the on the Wizards page, uh, there's a video of the Prosh Dragon, oh, okay. which is an example. It's a so it's a new foiling process, and yeah. it looks pretty sweet. Yeah, 
yeah, it's, it's like textured, I guess, is the, the way to probably describe yeah. it. It'll be interesting to see how they look in, in person, but just another thing that uh, for Chris to buy and <laughs> probably <laughs> for the rest of us to buy. So, Love it. Yeah. So there, there are, so you, you said these are coming in 20 card packs, Cracker? Yes. Yeah, but there's also a collector's booster. Yes. Uh, in, for which this are 15 as well. cards. So, yeah. Yeah. So, and when does it come out? Uh, 6th of November. Okay, cool. So we'll obviously we've got a few months. We'll you know I imagine we'll be seeing previews and things for what's actually in the set at some point. So we'll we'll touch on that again. But yeah, pretty pretty cool. And uh, yeah, something to look forward to for all the commander players out there. You can uh, draft. Yeah, get commander. a whole bunch more cards and yeah, drafting commander. That sounds that's heaps gonna, of that's fun. Be odd. Yeah, I think we we might have to give that a go. That that nah, we'll still be stuck to our houses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you draft? Well, actually, apparently this is coming to Magic Online. That's oh, sweet. I'm not doing this on Magic Online. No, no I'm, I'm not either. So we'll yeah. still be stuck in our houses. <laughs> yeah, we can we'll, virtually we'll pass do packs on Magic Online. wonder if any of these cards will get added to Cube. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Ooh. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so there was one other set or release that was announced. Stu, do you want to talk to us about that one? Yeah, so we also had announced Commander Collection Green. Which is very similar to the spell books of Chandra, Jace, and Gideon. Yep. It's a box set of eight reprinted cards themed to one color. In this case, green. And which covers all things uh, big creatures and big mana. That's sort of the tagline that, it, it, that it's coming with. It's available from all your local game stores on the 4th of December. But... There's also a so there's two versions of the Commander Collection. There's a regular non-foil and a premium foil version, which will only be available from premium WPN stores, which mm. is an interesting take. So the first thing I think of when I think about that is like, is this the first foil command tower that we're going to have? Yes. I, I, yeah. So yeah, that- I may have missed the list of cards. I'll go through them. Oh. If there's any that uh, we want to point out in particular, but yeah, we get it's worth a- rattling them off. Yeah, yep, so I we've got so. a uh, bane of progress, which is an elemental creature. Uh, it costs four generic and two green. And when he enters the battlefield, destroy all artifacts and enchantments. Put a plus one plus one counter on bane of progress for each permanent destroyed this way. I have never seen this card before. He's no, me either, and I never want to see it get cast against <laughs> bane any of, of my progress. Is gas. <laughs> Yeah, Where has it a- come from? Like, I- I've never seen it, and I love it. It's it's quite an <laughs> old card. Yeah, right. So that's cool. That's cool. And then, yeah, so we- there'll be a foil command tower in this premium pack. And then they- there is a Freya Lease, Lanawar's Fury, Legendary Planeswalker. Freya Lease can- is a good card. Yeah, good card. yeah. Chris's favourite card at the moment, Omnath, Locus of Mana. Chris's second favourite card, Seaboard Muse. Seaboard Muse, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Into Soul Ring. Everybody loves Soul Ring. Sylvan Library and a Worldly Tutor. So, so Worldly Tutor's quite expensive, I think. Yeah. So yeah. That's, uh, that, that's a good reprint. But what I'm thinking, when I'm looking at Soul Ring, A, Foil Soul Ring, awesome. Yeah. But the art is very green on this Soul Ring. So if we get one of these for each colour like alternate art soul rings, like people will have that option to, you know, put in, in their green deck, put this soul ring in the red deck, put the red one in, assuming that there's a, um, you know, an alternate art, a, you know, one of these sets per colour. 
I think that could be quite cool. And, yeah, and um, I think it's a safe assumption to make. Yeah, like the command tower is also sort of greenish. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely on theme. Yep. I like it. The Worldly really Tudors like only had two printings, so it was in Mirage and 6th edition. So it's been a long time since it's been printed. So the only black-boarded, there's only one black-border version of it because the 6th edition version is white-boarded. So how many of those have you got, Shorty? <laughs> I actually think I think I might have a couple of Worldly Tudors. Yeah, I've got. But uh, yeah, they've, I've, they've I've, been worth a little bit of money. Not They're not haven't been crazy expensive, but they're yeah, definitely a, a, a highly played commander card. So it's good good to see a reprint of that. I think yeah, they're about thirty five bucks into my... US or something. Oh, sorry. Sorry, yeah, thirty five bucks US currently, uh, according to Goldfish for the Blackboard World Legitor. So yeah, yeah. So I, th- I think they actually announced prices for these, and they're pretty good. I think they're only like, uh, I think it was like twenty five or twenty nine or something like that US for the non foil set, and then like. 40 or something like that for the foil one like they're not really expensive yeah yeah like when they first announced them they were there was a lot of speculation that they were going to be super expensive because of the value of the cards and whatever but uh yeah apparently uh i heard on another podcast that they actually like rattled off the prices and they were pretty good pretty good prices so if you're a commander player you definitely want to pick these up uh yeah especially if you play green and uh yeah, I think yeah, I might get be getting some sweet, sweet art in these two as well. Uh, yeah. World, Worldly Tutor has got Yisan the Wandering Bard, and oh, yeah. the Sylvan Library is Riku or Raiku or not the Twin Reflections, but one of the old um, mono green um, commanders from the Kamigawa block. Okay. Yeah, yep, it's the Life Game guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I forget exactly what his name is, but yeah. So and I the, think it's- the Seedborn Muse looks. The art looks. Is it the same artist that did Song of Creation? I can see it looks similar to that, right? Same sort of style. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, looks good. They look good anyway. The art's great. Yeah, they're sweet. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if we, if if we get which we assume we will get one for each color, it's going to be pretty cool to have that colored specific cards for those those decks that you play. So, oh, yeah, if pretty, the power cool level it. of Wizards things is any indication, we might not get white. Maybe, I don't know. No, no, what we'll do is we'll, 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 we'll just get Simic, <laughs> right? Yeah. Just get Simic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. All right. So, uh, speaking of new sets, there is another new set coming out, and this this has come up so quickly. So, we have Zendikar Rising, which is our next release that's uh, Crazy. Coming, coming into standard, and, and it's only like three weeks away so Zendikar Rising will release on Arena on the 17th of the 9th which I think is three weeks from when we're recording now uh, on Arena and then yeah in paper the following week so not far away at all Uh, there has been a short movie uh, just like a teaser thing with with someone sort of talking in the background which we've assumed is either Nissa or Nahiri and uh, yeah a couple of preview cards came out today uh, I believe yes yeah, we're going to start to see official previews on the 1st of September. So mid next week, we'll be we'll be starting to talk about it. So the next, by the time we record our next normal podcast, I think we'll have a lot of the uh, the set previewed. And yeah, it's going to be uh, going to be pretty cool. But yeah, I thought we might have a quick chat about the uh, the two cards we have seen previewed. So the first one is Jace Mirror Mage, which is one blue blue for a, uh, a Jace Planeswalker. It comes in with four loyalty, so three mana, four loyalty, pretty good to start with. And it has Kicker 2. So first time we've seen Kicker on a on a Planeswalker. So Kicker, if, you, if you've never played with that before, is when you cast a spell, you can pay the additional Kicker cost, and it usually has another effect. So you can 
play this Jace for three mana or you can play it for five mana. So if you do pay its kicker cost, it is when it when Jace uh, enters a battlefield, if it was kicked, create a, co- a token that's a copy of it, except it's not legendary and its starting loyalty is one. Uh, it has a plus one ability to scry two, and then it has a zero ability to draw a card and reveal it. Remove any, remove a number of loyalty counters equal to that card's converted mana cost from Jace Mirror Mage. So, interesting concept. Uh, I haven't seen any rulings. I don't know if you guys have, like, if you drop this just on its own and you reveal a five converted mana cost card, does it just die? Is that, that how it works? Like, you can yeah, man, still draw like, that card? It's like Bob. <laughs> yep. Right? <laughs> would be the way I would imagine it. Yeah, but if you can't remove all of those counters, can you go into negatives, I guess? That, that'll be a, a common question. Yeah, I'd, I would assume that it's just like damage. Like if, no, you no, know, so if, it if, says draw a card and reveal it, full stop. So that action happens and then remove yeah, a number. So you, you yeah. draw the card no matter what. Yeah, so you draw the card. Yeah, okay. And yeah. then if, if the, the damage is equal or more than the number of loyalty counters, then the chase would die. Yeah. It's, it's not an additional cost. No. So, you you know, if, you, if you've if you got a five-powered creature and I block it with a two-powered creature and you, if, even though your creature doesn't have trample, like, that damage just goes nowhere, but it still kills my creature. So, yeah, so, same sort of thing. You you would be removing five loyalty counters from there. There aren't five, five loyalty counters, so it just dies. So, yep, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming you, you know, you probably, if you're playing this on three, unless you've already seen the top card of your library from, like, a scry land or something like that, you're probably just going to plus it and scry two. Maybe maybe set up for the next turn when you can zero it. Uh, so you know, three mana comes in, goes straight up to five loyalty. We've seen that on a uh, a recent blue planeswalker that also had green in its mana cost, and that that was not a problem at all. <laughs> so uh, we'll see how that goes. I don't think this is quite Oko. <laughs> no, it's no. not. But we, no one thought Oko was Oko when Oko That's first came true. out. So. That's true. It's another three drop. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, pl- play this on five, and you're probably going to, you know, plus this one. So it's uh, it goes up to five, and then you can zero the, the one that's only got one loyalty and just get rid of that. Uh, yeah, yeah in- so interesting. five minute, scry two, draw a card. You, yeah. you have a planeswalker with five loyalty. It's yep. not terrible. Yeah. No, it's not bad. Scry- sorry, scry. Yeah, scry two, four, draw a card. Yeah, yep. it's, it's okay. It's just whether there's a deck that it fits in, uh, I think, will be the limit on this one i think the card is fine it's just whether or not a deck can afford to play it and that's format dependent and we don't know yet yeah well i mean we're going to have which we'll talk about on the next cast we're going to have a whole new format because this set will bring in rotation so let's not go down that rabbit hole right now we've we've already gone on off tangents but next cast we will talk about that the uh the other planeswalker we had spoiled or previewed is nahiri heir of the ancients so this is two red white for a four loyalty planeswalker and it has plus one, create a 1-1 one, one core warrior creature token. You may attach an equipment you control to it. Interesting. Uh, minus two, look at the top six cards of your library. You may reveal a warrior or equipment card from among them, put it into your hand, put the rest on the bottom of your library. And minus three, Nihiri uh, deals damage to target creature or planeswalker equal to twice the number of equipment you control. I don't know what to make of this card. What? what? Like, what are we doing with this? I feel like Chewie's got a deck for it in Commander. Yeah, it's, it'll slot straight in uh, straight into Aurelia. That's fine. That's a that's a given. But as far as effects on um, like standard or historic, uh, I don't think unless there's a lot of really good equipment in. Yeah, that's my thought. In this set, yeah. So maybe not 
this set, but maybe the next set, if there's equipment in that as well, we might get that sort of critical mass and this card becomes relevant. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's going to be uh, a big player straight off the bat, unless there is, you know, a really significant um, equipment theme in Zendikar. And they, we had equ equipment in original Zendikar. There was the the landfall equipment that, you know, the creature got bigger and things like that. But uh, there would have to be a, a focus of playable equipment. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't predict her being a, uh, a massive player right away, but if they print equipment in subsequent sets while she's in standard, she could definitely have a moment. So Cleave doesn't rotate, does it? No, Cleave was from Eldraine. Right. We did have Colossus Hammer. That is, that's, that's an M20, but that's, that's, that's going to be rotating out. Yeah. So that, that would have been cool. But I, I see these cards sort of like there was a Sorin a couple of years ago that was stuff to do with vampires. And it, you know, it first came out and it was like, oh, okay, yeah, if we get a ton of vampires, this might be good. And we just sort of didn't see vampires. And then in, just before it rotated, we got, I think it was Ixalan or something, where there was a ton of vampires. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, this card that's been in the format for two years is suddenly a good card for yeah, about three Yeah, yeah, that's three what months. I mean. Yep. Yeah, yep. and then it, then it rotates out and, and whatever. So It might yeah. be good in Historic. I don't know. I don't, I'll have yeah, to have be. a look at – I'll have to do a Scryfall search on equipment in Historic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, her plus one, incidentally, is the same as the plus one from – there was a mono white plane uh, commander deck where she was actually the, the commander, commander. One. yeah yeah she was the commander and that plus one is the same there so you know it's it's a thing i, I don't know who, who knows given that, like the whole format's rotating we get a whole new set yeah I impossible to guess how good these cards will be we have yeah. no idea she's cool though I, I i like her as a planeswalker like this is the sort of thing this is the sort of design on planeswalkers i enjoy where they are they are niche and they're built around. They're not just a default good card that just go into any deck whose color can support them, like Oko. Um, but you know, it's it's like you have to you have to have a plan here. You have to have a, a theme, and in the right in the right build, this is a really powerful card. But if if it's not the right build, it's it's like the the zombie Liliana, the four mana Liliana from um, last set of the set before, where you're like, oh, that's really good in a zombie deck, but yeah. in, it doesn't just slot into any deck with swamps. Yeah. So I, I I like what they've done here. It was like the last Nahiri as well. She was the same, where you could like plus and discard cards and then draw cards and you could like go and fetch out. Except in except in modern where she was just in a Jeskai control deck and just went and got Emrakul. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I love the art on that that last one, the Nihiri the Harbinger, where she's just, it's like a a scene from a, a blockbuster movie where yeah, the explosion's gone off behind her and she's just like strutting off. <laughs> it just, just looks so cool. She looks like a maniac. <laughs> yeah. Like the um, Heath Ledger's Joker blowing up the hospital, right? Yeah, yeah. Almost, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, I, good. I, like, I like the plane. I like Planeswalkers to be like that, though, where it's. Yeah, yeah, they're not crazy busted that go everywhere and they have their role and they don't take over formats. So hopefully we see uh, see some more of that. I believe in this set we're going to have a Nissa, and I think that's it. I think there's just the three Planeswalkers. Can we just dial it back a bit? We might have had, after a year and a bit of recording, did, did Shorty and Chewie just agree on something? <laughs> Uh, there we go. Okay, the podcast's over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> achievement unlocked. Well done. It's been fun, Wait, guys. wait. C yeah. Can we finish the league first? 
Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, well, that uh, that gives us a good segue into the next topic. So yeah, league league final. So we've been talking about this league for what two months? I think uh, we we've had six weeks of play and a couple of weeks of promoting it before that, and uh, finally we're at the end. So Chewy, it's been what are fun. We, what are it's we doing? Been really fun. Uh, well, we'll just finish and uh, wait for the next one, right? No, no. Um, so what has been happening uh, behind the scenes is uh, the Beans, particularly Shorty, uh, credit where it's due, uh, has been putting in a, a bunch of work. Uh, we are going to be streaming uh, the the finals. Uh, we have lots and lots of uh, matches to get through. It's a big league, our biggest league to date, so... Uh, the first round of the elimination into finals will be um, completed before Sunday, but then at 4.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time this coming Sunday, we have got, yeah, our, our league finals, which will be broadcast on our Twitch. Uh, we're going to have some, uh, some hopefully high-quality coverage. This will be the third, I think, league finals that we've covered, and uh, we're getting better and better at it. Uh, we've got some commentary <laughs> that, that teams. remains to be seen. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I made that joke about glass casket when it came out. Yeah, remains to be seen. Yeah, oh. okay. Yeah, uh, that that one's for ties. <clears throat> yep. The uh, yeah, the coverage is going to be um, going to be pretty big. I think uh, we've got somebody at least partially dedicated to clicking the buttons, so there'll be less downtime. So, Shorty, appreciate you doing that. Uh, I'm going to commentate with uh, Polly Waffle and no, you're, you're Stu. with Stu. Sorry, I'm with Stu. Am I? Yes. Hey. Oh, sweet! You got the two clowns together. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see how the ratings go. Yep. So, yeah, Stu and I will commentate, and then uh, Cracker well. and Polly Waffle will commentate together, and. Uh, yeah, we're going to get through the matches and uh, commentate each of them. We'll have a few topics to talk through. We've got some, uh, yeah, lots of lots of stuff to to get um, through on the cast. It's going to be uh, going to be awesome. We're going to give away four hundred and fifty bucks Australian in cash and prizes. Wow. Um, yeah, which is uh, all given to us by uh, our amazing um, sponsors at uh, Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar. Um, also the, the good people at, uh, MTG card sales have thrown in some, uh, some vouchers for their online store as well. So some really good value. And, uh, yeah, we'll do some other giveaways on stream as well. We've got some, uh, some swag from our content creator program as well. Uh, we've got most of the, what do you call it? Groups. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> groups locked in. Uh, we know who is in the, the, uh, the top three. Uh, so congratulations to, to those guys. Um, it didn't quite go according to plan where one of the beans actually made, uh, the, uh, the finals of, of group D, uh, cracker. Uh, that's all part of cracker's plan. Yeah. yeah. Way to, way to, way to take prizes <laughs> away from the community, mate. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, he, he, he wants to be in the finals. He's, yeah. he's yeah. It's, all, all, it's all, it's all about Listen, him, isn't it? Yeah. If, if I don't make the finals, how am I going to make the envy and get that jewel land? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, well that's actually a, a really important thing. So whilst the uh, the finalists are locked in, if you've not completed your matches yet, get into them because uh, top five in the leagues will accrue points for the Magic Invitational. So we will have, we'll have our historic event that we spoke about earlier and then we'll have another league and then towards the end of the year we'll have our 
our Magic Invitational, which will be an invite only based on league finishes. So, uh, yeah, just because you didn't make the finals of this one, don't, you know, sort of down tools and stop playing. Get those points in and get the, uh, get the, the, the qualification for the, for the Invitational, because I guarantee you it will be worth your time qualifying, just, just qualifying for that event. It's going to be great. That, that mostly applies just to your, yours and Stu's group that have dropped the ball. Drop the ball. Drop the ball. <laughs> we, you know, we were leading from the front and we went, you know, like we're making everybody else look terrible. Uh, so we we did the gentlemanly thing, the gracious thing. <laughs> and, and, and let everybody else catch up and overtake yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You know, we just sort of, you know, that that, that classic video where there's the, the marathon and like the guy does a hammy with 100 metres to go and the other guy goes back to get him. That's what Group C did to all the other groups. Right? Yeah. No, mate, it's called the, uh, the tale of the hare and the tortoise. And uh, it's basically you guys went off like a rocket and then decided to have a nap. I mean, come on, we're, we're Aussies. It's the Stephen Bradbury. Like. <laughs> yeah, everybody else is Stephen Bradbury. Exactly. For those, for those who don't true. know Stephen Bradbury, uh, just look Google, him up. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's legend. Uh, it's the most Australian thing ever. So, <laughs> so it's, uh, it's, it's really, really good. So, yeah. uh, but yeah, so congrats to everybody who, who did that. And um, in, even if you haven't won a game yet, in that it's still worth playing because you might continue to lose and you'll get um, you get some prizes for that too, Shorty. Yeah, you know, I thought I thought it'd be a good idea to just shout out uh, in Group A the top place in Group A, Wanga Sith, who's gone undefeated, eleven zero. Did get a few freebies from. Uh, unfortunately, we had a few people from Group A that that did drop out. So uh, the public few, don't few know freebies. that. Come on, uh, it's a look. It's still you know going eleven zero. And even for Tom D to go ten one is also uh, pretty great as well. So, and then yeah, good old Child Rebel Walker, uh, who's kind of a stalwart, a staple of our um, uh, of our leagues, uh, sneaking in with an eight three finish. Um, Yanre uh, in Group B, uh, barnstorming run after the wooden spoon in the previous league to uh, to top the uh, Group B. Yeah, well but- done, Yanre. Yeah, uh, good job. Followed by the Wandering Bard and then um, our... Uh, reigning champ. Reigning champ. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, Benny R taking out third. Uh, group C, uh, Doc Hemsey doing Doc Hemsey things. And, and actually, that <laughs> Hemsey's the reason that Group C uh, didn't play all their matches because Hemsey was dragging the chain. and He went, he went to the snow for a week. So. Yeah, how dare he? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're all here isolating. Hang on. Exactly. How did he leave his house? <laughs> Because he doesn't live in Victoria. <laughs> yeah. He's a new so, uh, Yeah. Uh, and uh, Pijol, um, who is uh, a newcomer. I think it's the first league Pijol's played in, I believe. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, locking in second place uh, in front of our, our sponsor, um, Pat from uh, Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar, just trying to get some return on his investment there, Pat. Yeah, and you you got to shout out Plunksy, poor poor Plunksy. Poor Plunksy yeah. So we have in 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 Group B, uh, Group C, sorry. So yeah, currently Hemsey's on top nine zero, and no one can touch him. But we then have Pejor, Pat, and Plunksy all on eight and three records, which is a stellar record. Like that's that's really good. And unfortunately, Plunksy's been the one that's been hit with the uh, the breakers stick and has uh, ended up in fourth place. So shout out to you, Plunksy. Well done on on your good effort, but. Uh, you, you just missed out. It just goes to show, it's just proof that, you know, the player quality in Group C is just far above and beyond that of the other groups. So, uh, unfortunately, Plunksy, you're uh, 
cursed with being brilliant. I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, so, or surrounded by brilliance as well. So, yeah. And then in Group D, uh, things are uh, – we don't quite know who is in first or second. Yeah, N- Namburger and Lunacy. So Namburger still has one match to play, which is the last one for Group D. And if they lose, then Lunacy will, will take first place. So that match is still to be played, and that will decide who finishes first or second. But they're both locked into to top two. So do you want to touch on, Shorty, what that actually means? Like, because we're, we've got – yeah, yeah. Th- three places per group. So yep. what what happens? The way the finals will work is the top three qualify for, for the finals, but the top finisher actually gets a first round bye in the finals. So the seconds and thirds will play off sort of across the groups, and then the winners of those will then progress to play on against the first place. So finishing first in the league is a massive advantage. You, you're uh, missing out on a full round of, of finals and yeah, getting that first round by. So Lunacy is uh, crossing their fingers and hoping that Namburger loses. Otherwise, uh, yeah, Nam- Namburger will retain that, that top spot. So. so it's almost like a mini final in itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. just that adds to the drama. That's fantastic. So those matches will be played prior to our stream on yes. Sunday. Yep. Uh, so some people will be uh, streaming those uh, perhaps to Discord, maybe to their respective Twitches. So keep an eye out for that. Um, and speaking of streaming to Discord, uh, shout out to J-Mud. Uh, he's uh, the ultimate team man and he has organized a uh, a bit of a watch party uh, in uh, in our Discord where you know, people can all kind of hang out, watch the stream and just sort of chat about stuff uh, and just kind of get everyone together while we're all streaming. Um, J-Mud's going to, uh, yeah, sort of bring everyone together with their, you know, socially distanced bags of popcorn and <laughs> uh, and, and watch the stream together, which is, is, is pretty cool. So if you're watching the stream, um, you know, jump into the chat and, and talk to us, obviously, that, you know, we love that interaction. Uh, but, uh, yeah, jump into the... Um, into the watch party as well. There's a dedicated channel set up in the Discord. If you're not uh, a member of the Discord and you're interested in, in watching all of this, uh, there'll be a, a link, as always, in the show notes to that. So we'd love it if you came and joined us. So, yeah, come on uh, come on at uh, 4.30 on on Sunday because, yeah, it's going to be going to be great. I'm really looking forward to this one. I think if it was anybody but J-Mud, I would accuse them of just doing their own commentary instead. <laughs> like just putting the stream on, <laughs> muting it, and then just like running their own commentary. <laughs> but maybe he's after a job for the next league. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, you know, he's a uh, he's a he's a champion. We 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 did manage to somehow in this Rona season hang out some months ago, and uh, top bloke. <laughs> yep. Anyway, Absolutely yeah, yeah. J Mud, you can stay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you missed out the uh, the third place finisher in uh, in Group D there, there Chewy. We sort of already mentioned it, but uh, yeah, Cracker, Cracker yeah. snuck in. So Group I, Group I D know, is all over the place. There's six people with the same record as me. Yes, you yep. hold four tiebreakers. <laughs> yeah. That's impressive. What What is your record? Six and that? five. Six and five. So yeah. pl- a Plunksy, mate. Oh, no, you see, that, you're that, t- what you're talking about stings. is the fact that you That is insult to injury. No, no, you see, you're talking about the fact that, like, your group is clearly far superior because you've got, like, these eight and whatever's records. But doesn't that mean that you've got, like, some really good players and then, like, uh, you know. You? Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking, Cracker. But, yeah, but, but you I see, if you look at our group. group but but how the, can it then a decidedly the f- average player sneak into third in Group D, though? That's the- <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah we, have, we have first first and second on eight wins, and then third all the way through to eight is all on six and five. What an absolute <laughs> traffic jam. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, very very interesting, which, yeah, kind of like some of the other groups, it was pretty clear from, from early on, okay, these people have got off to a good start. They're already on eight wins and hardly any losses, that sort of thing. They, they're going to be in that top top three but group d right up until yesterday was wide open like i think the person that was still in 10th place could have made it up into the top three so incredible yeah very interesting but uh yeah made it pretty exciting and it's sort of added to this whole thing yeah added to the fun of it right it's been a lot of fun yeah and that just like having the rivalry between the the groups and and things like that's been been pretty cool as well so yeah we we will say it no doubt on the stream on the weekend that we appreciate everybody who's joined us and you know we thank you for for the support that that you show us but yeah it's it really is far beyond what we thought we we ever would get from uh from running these sorts of things and the fact that people are getting into it as much as we are is is even better so Absolutely, Very yeah, cool. it's amazing, and yeah, every everybody involved is amazing. So, uh, I look forward to this getting bigger and bigger, and um, you know, us doing this for you know the foreseeable future. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how we're going to go when we start getting up to like you know two hundred people in our league and and things like that. That might be <laughs> that might be a bit of fun and too too hard for me to coordinate. So. But uh, if we were to get to that point, that would be insane. So that would be a, a, That's a, a very good problem happy to problem. Have. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You'll have to quit your job and do it full time, Shorty. Yeah. Oh yeah. If only it actually paid money, that would be that would be good. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. Yep. All right. I think that's probably going to do us for tonight. We've uh, we've rambled on for long enough, and yeah, we. Uh, we got through all the topics we wanted, so, and we have plenty of talking to do on Sunday. So yeah, make sure you're you're coming and joining us for that stream because it's going to be great. And there there will be giveaways, as Chewie said. We'll we'll figure out exactly what we're going to give away, but there will be stuff to to give away on Sunday. So make sure you're following us on Twitch and on Twitter so you get those notifications when we're going live. Just search for us on those places, uh, Magic Beans Cast, and you'll find us there. Same with YouTube, Facebook, all that sort of thing. Anywhere you look, search for Magic Beans Cast and uh, and you'll find us there. If you want to get in on our next league, as Chewie mentioned, we will have another league starting uh, middle of September. I think around about the 20th of September, the next league will kick off. We'll, we'll be opening registration for that pretty soon and that will run through to the end of October. Uh, yeah, we'll post all the links and details for, for all that sort of stuff. But the best way to get in on that is jumping in our Discord, which... As you've heard us talk about a million times, it's a, a really cool community and we would really love to uh, to have you in there. So check the show notes or check on our Twitter or Facebook and you'll find the link for our Discord. We do have a merch store if you want to show some support and uh, you know buy millions and millions of dollars of merch so I can quit my job and do this full time. That would be fantastic. Then uh, yeah, go on, go and find uh, find our merch store. The link again is in our show notes, and uh, yeah, you can buy yourself some sweet hoodies and t-shirts and things like that. That uh, yeah, been been pretty cool and, and look pretty good. We saw a photo of uh, of an old friend of ours today who received his hoodie, and yeah, it looked good. Good to see other people in the beans gear. I just ordered today one of the uh, large size Magic Beans uh, mouse pads, like the gaming mouse pads. Yeah, nice. Because uh, uh, great as a mouse pad, but when you're playing Commander. Uh, you want a bigger mouse, you want a bigger play mat, so it'll double up there. So really useful. Cool. So grab one. They're yep. good. 
As Stu mentioned at the start of the show, we are sponsored by Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar, so go and find them on Facebook and uh, check out their daily auctions. Uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, I am at Peace Inc. Chewy, you are? At Chewy MTG. Cracker? At Joel Hill underscore. And Stu? At M Stewie. Very good. So that's going to do us for this week. Thank you, as always, for listening. Stay safe out there, and we will see you next time. Bye.